Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Rocio Restrepo. Rocio bowled collegiately at Wichita State University. She has four PWBA titles. Rocio, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me today. I'm really excited to share with you my experience and what I'm doing right now in this time, uncertain time. So thank you. Yeah, definitely some uncertain times. And, uh, you know, talked about sharing what you've been doing and what's been going on. I, I know there's been a lot of, uh, you know, players have had a bit of a time off from competition. And some of that's been due to lack of competition in tournaments to compete in. Um, what's been going on with you this summer? Yeah, this summer has been a little different for me. I um, so. <clears throat> I was able to actually practice throughout the pandemic. However, I got a little sick. As you guys know, the past few years, I, I've been dealing with some uh, health issues and we couldn't figure it out before. And uh, thankfully, throughout this time, and thanks to COVID, I guess, I figured out a few things. So I had to take some time off. Uh, later, when everything was kind of opening up back up, I had to step down and take a break. I had to take almost two months off, which was very different for me. Uh, but I'm back on the lanes. It's been a very different process, I should say. Um, it was the first time I took time off uh, from working out and bowling. So coming back, it's been a little different, but... I'm slowly getting back in the lanes and bowling a few events, a few amateur events. So that's kind of how it's been for me the past few months. So when you take time off like that, what? How was it coming back? What did you? What did you? How did you get back? And and what advice do you have for someone who is, who who also is taking just some time off, whether it's due to COVID or an injury? When they come back, how should they? handle themselves on the lanes and, and keep their expectations realistic, I guess. Yeah, I guess, like, coming back, I didn't think. So it's not as hard as you think you it, it will be. It's just kind of like you get anxious to be out there and compete and bowl. And um, thankfully for me, I, I didn't really have anything going on. So the process coming back has been a little easier because I've been working with my psychologist, and my physical trainers is trying to get me back together. But I feel like the biggest thing is just be patient with yourself. Um, the first few practices, I would recommend to go with someone that you'd really trust with your game uh, because your body is not really moving fast. So you get a little pulling and grabbing more than you should. So the biggest thing for me, what I've noticed is just kind of let, uh, my body get back and used to uh, bowling. It takes time. 
but your body knows, uh, eventually you'll get there. It's just being patient, just not being critical of yourself and trying to enjoy every minute. Uh, for me, just appreciating the time that I had to take time off. When I've been back, I've been like really patient with myself, just uh, trying to make the best of every performance. And every time I get on the lanes, I actually just started bowling league and it's been different for me, but I'm very patient, just learning uh, my body again. And just actually, if you have time to put time off the lanes, that really helped in the process of getting back just because uh, for me, it was tough just taking so much time off working out because I lost a lot of strength. Uh, but now that I'm a lot stronger, the ball feels a lot lighter, um, able to move faster and without so much pull and tug like the ball. So that's my recommendation for those who are dealing with an injury. Just be really patient. Try to stay tough uh, off the lane. Just work on your mental game and this is the time where you have kind of have to visualize and see yourself uh talk to yourself into being confident and just being patient and one of the things we've heard a lot is there has been a lot of time off you know bowling centers in a lot of states even some states right now are still closed uh but there were a lot of leagues yeah. that ended abruptly and as people have come back to league bowling now in the fall their equipment fits differently because they mm -hmm. haven't been bowling that much. Did you experience the same thing? Did you have to change your thumb sizes, shapes, grip sizes, any of that stuff? To be honest, for me, it wasn't that bad. Because like I said, I'm used to working out. So the moment I started working out, I didn't feel that much difference. The one thing I know that is usually at the, the first time I, I was back on the lane, I always think of having really no pressure when I bowl. That's when I bowl my best, like on my when I hold on to the ball. And when you come back, you actually have to have some pressure just because your body's not used to it. So you, you gradually start like taking that pressure off as you start bowling better. But um, the one thing I, I should say is I figure that I wasn't feeling confident with my release. And I found out that one of my pitches was wrong on all my new equipment so that mm. I had to fix. So because I'm a little more aware of my body and everything, I think when you feel that something is right, go check it out. Maybe one of your pitches is off or you need a little more tape. Uh, but I know a lot of people, the biggest thing coming back was the thumb was, it just shrank a lot. For me, it's usually, it stays around the same size. Rocio, one of the other things that's a big part of your life is, is at the gym, working out, staying in shape. Has that always been something that has just been natural for you? And if it has or hasn't, or, or how, how did that become, you know, something that is part of your, your routine and, and your life now? And then what advice do you have for someone who it isn't, but really they need to because... There's times when, as a bowler, you're in the middle of a block, and and you you know you feel worn out if you if you're not in physical and mental, and and your endurance just isn't there. Yeah. So to be honest, uh, since I was young, younger, I used to be a little more on the heavier side when I size when I first started, and so my parents saw the need that I needed to lose a little bit of weight, and it was time for me to j just 
work out a little more with a physical trainer. So for a, from a very young age, like in Colombia, they kind of help us um, just be conscious that like taking care of your body was important. And when I started working out with my physical trainer, I realized that I was actually um, ahead of many more people my age just because I was working out. I had that endurance and I was able to stay uh, injury free pretty much. I actually just recently because of my um, health issues, I had some injuries related to bowling, but before that, I never really hurt myself. And every time I hurt myself, I I was able to come back strong just because I know how to push through that pain. And I personally think that working out and staying in shape outside of bowling is important because people don't talk a lot about the injuries in our sport. I feel like they keep it very secretive, but a lot of people suffer from a lot of pain, like joint pain and muscle pain and that comes from imbalances in our bodies and bowling is one of those sports that if you don't pay attention to it you can have your dominant side is going to be a lot stronger especially upper body wise in europe i like for me my right arm is stronger than my left and if you don't pay attention to that you slowly start developing aches and pains that are not necessary so staying in shape it definitely helps with um, your performances, especially for me. I'm not that big, and that 15-pound ball can be very heavy when I'm not strong because uh, mm-hmm. I like to move fast. So if I can't control that ball, that ball is going to take me because it weighs almost 60 pounds at their release point. So for me, it's always been critical to stay in shape just because I need it for later blocks. I need that extra uh muscle just to get me by and I feel like as I get older the fact that I continue to push myself it still gives me that edge uh, with the younger girls out there on tour so for me I recommend for someone that is wanting to pick it up uh, find someone a physical trainer learn the ways and slowly develop those habits just because it's good for you Uh, it helps a lot uh, with your mental health as well. Uh, sometimes when you don't feel good, it's good to go out there, just work out, get that, um, all those, that energy, that bad energy out. So for me, it's kind of like, it helps me relax as well. So I love just working out. Mm-hmm. It's part of my life. Well, you mentioned there just real briefly, and you kind of you kind of scooted right past it a little bit as far as Team Columbia. So why don't you yeah. talk just a little bit about – your team has a fantastic number of talented players on there. Why don't you talk a little bit about who's on Team Columbia? I know you had a really exciting tournament back a couple of years ago at Pabcon where you actually beat Team USA, and I know Team USA is favored in a lot of uh, international competitions all around the world. So why don't you just talk a little bit about what it is uh, – your your maybe experience and a little bit of your resume there and what it's like to be a member of Team Columbia. Well, to be honest, being a part of your national team is always an honor. I had had the opportunity to represent my country for almost 20 years now, 18 years. 
and um, this year has been different because it's the first time I haven't been able to travel. So I miss that team atmosphere and just getting, you know, out there and competing. Uh, but I have grown a lot as an athlete because of Team Colombia. I I like the way we kind of handle every sport, like they treat us as an Olympic sport. And uh, that has given us some knowledge and put us ahead of a lot of athletes. I feel like that's why we have seen so much success out of our athletes out on the women's tour as well. And by having a PWBA tour and being able to compete in those uh, big events is really prepared us to be such a good team. We respect each other a lot. Uh, my team right now, this year, the team is Maria Rodriguez, Clara Guerrero, uh, Juliana Franco, myself, Laura Plazas, and we had a new um, uh, teammate this year, Juliana Botero, but we are not going to be able to compete since everything got canceled. Uh, but Throughout my whole entire career, I've had really good teammates. Um, I, I can say I have become a great athlete because of the competitiveness that we also have within our own team. It's a, it's a healthy com, com, competition, I should say. So we push each other to be better. And I think that's what's been so successful about our team. Uh, in the recent years, we have grown so much thanks to the tour as well. We have gained a lot of knowledge and um, that has helped us beat <laughs> Team USA and the big mm. uh, teams out there in the world. So you also were, were the youngest bowler at the age of 15 to win a medal at the World Championships. Can you just, just talk about that experience and, and how were you able to step up on such a big stage and, and win a medal at that young of an age? Well, to be honest, um, so prior to that competition, um, I had been on the youth national team when I was only 13 years. I traveled to my first world championships. Actually, my dad paid for that trip because our federation didn't have any money. But I had already started a program with my psychologist and my physical trainer. Uh, we worked for almost a year. And with my coach at the moment as well, Floberto Alderrama and Graciela de Cuenca, at that time, I was practicing five times a week, uh, twice a day. And on top of that, I was obviously working with my trainer, my physical trainer and my psychologist. And the reason I was able to come uh, with the result I did, it was honestly my mom, uh, she and my dad, they, they were my biggest supporter and because of that youth world championships, um, I gained experience. I get gained knowledge. I was already, you know, I already travel. I already left all the nerves out there. And I actually dreamt of becoming a world champion uh, later on. I've always had, like, really big dreams. And when we went to Malaysia, I was actually paired up in the morning. Usually when you your first athletes in the morning uh you the coaches are kind of seeing the pattern or whatnot but my mom i remember the coach said to me you are he you came here to learn and i remember my mom pulled me aside later on and said you came here to win you have already learned a lot this is your time to shine 
And I remember that like it was yesterday because mm-hmm. I was so young. But I remember that I bought with my heart. And I actually played that line that I had to bowl on that day for almost a whole year. Because I used to bowl on wood lanes. They used to oil the lanes with uh, the spray guns. And so I knew how to be tough <laughs> pretty much. And we come out there and my my ball reaction in practice was actually pretty good. And my teammates knew that I could actually potentially ball really good. So when I ball good and I was leading my squad, we were all hoping that all the big names were not going to beat it. And only one person beat it later on and I was able to come up on top. But to be honest, it, it took a lo- like a whole year and a half of just visualizing myself being up there on top and actually beating my highest set and performing at the highest level. And that was my my highest set ever for six games. So it it just came together. And I feel like that was um, that point in my career that really defined me to become the athlete I am today. Because with that performance, I kind of pushed to be better. And I feel like it's it's a lot easier to get there and then everyone was going to be looking at me to see if I was going to just quit or if that was enough for me or if I just got lucky. So all those years I have been trying to prove myself that it was not, I did not get there by chance, that I worked really hard. So um, that's always kind of been my my thing and is what's kept me competitive and inspired throughout the years. Well, some people definitely, you know, they have a, a a bit of a hard time handling the pressure in the big moments. And, you know, they may, you know, kind of crumble a little bit. And, and you definitely have, you know, shown that you thrive under the pressure. So is that something I know you went to Wichita State, as I did. I know Coach Lewis there was a one of the coaches who was a big uh, advocate and very much into the, the mental game and mental psychology. At what point did you decide to go to? Wichita for college and what kind of uh, recommendations do you have for players who are trying to still figure out maybe where they should go to college? So to be honest, I met Coach Vatican and um, Fred Borden in Malaysia. And I remember that Clara and Sarah Vargas, they used to go to Wichita. And obviously at the time, that was like the best school in the U.S., uh, I know today there are a lot of really good programs, and Wichita is still, is still one of the best schools in the nation. But I remember that for like almost three years, I kept dreaming that I wanted to be a part of that team. And when I went to Wichita, the coaches were really tough on me, and I'm glad they were because they they made me the player I am today. Um, the coaches kind of challenged me because I was a very tough. I'm all, I've always been a tough individual, uh, but they really kind of softened like my shell and they got me into that being a better team player. And I'm just so grateful that they did that because now I feel like I'm never alone. Like I'm always bowling with someone uh, when I'm competing. I remember those really great moments uh, competing for Wichita and even for Colombia. Um, but I do like competing under pressure, I think is because when I was in Wichita, um, 
I went through all the roles that being a lead off, being number three, number four, number five. And I remember mm. uh, my uh, junior year, um, it came down to I had to strike out a lot. I remember one specific moment, one of my teammates, she misses fair. And we kind of had the, the match won. And when she missed the spur, she looked at me and she said, please pick me up. And I remember that face, like, I'm like, Rocio, you got to get it. I, I felt horrible just not coming through for her because I knew that we have worked so hard and we wanted to be in that position to win. And I remember just focusing super hard and just making really good shots. And to be honest, I feel like, when they say we need this one, I feel like my body just kind of goes into like one of those yoga moments where you're kind of meditating in a way and it's only you and the pins. Um, that's kind of how I feel. It makes me really thrive to be better. So pressure situations, of course, they scare me a little bit. But usually when I'm sharp, I'm like, bring it on. I'm here because I'm not afraid to throw a shot. I feel like no matter the outcome, I'm giving my best. I'm trying my best. I work really hard and I know it's a game. So I always try to kind of separate the two things and I just give my best and I try to follow through and come through for my teammates or for myself in any specific moment. But going bowling for Wichita really was a great experience. The coaches were phenomenal i had a great atmosphere in wichita i grew so much as a person and if there is someone out there trying to figure out how to pick a university just go with your gut like just think about what you want if it's education or is the team i really wanted to become a great athlete and i knew that the best school to do it at was wichita state for the simple fact that they also had the guys team and I feel like I have grown so much just learning from my uh, male friends because they keep me sharp and they I kept asking questions and they were very uh, helpful to me. So if you are out there trying to figure it out, just think about what you like. If it's um, you want to go to a school that has really good education, but you're not trying to pursue uh, bowling later on, but you still want to give it a try. There are so many scholarships out there and they have different schools. But if you really want to push to be one of the best, you got to look into those schools that are that have the best, best bowling programs. Just because if it's something that you want to pursue later on, you need to make sure that you're investing those five or three, four, four or five years that you're going to school into really pushing to become a better athlete. So that's my advice. Rocio Restrepo, I want to thank you for joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast. All the best of luck. I know we're pushing up against your league practice there, so why don't you go out and shoot like a nice 750 tonight for us, and uh, and we'll be catching up with you again uh, down the road, okay? Sounds good. Thank you guys for having me today, and I appreciate your time.